So today I will talk to you about what Einstein called the eighth wonder of the world, namely the power of compound interest. Hello everyone, you've tuned into the Simple Finance Lessons podcast, the show that brings you a few minutes of interesting and simple everyday stories and lessons from the world of money and finance. In this program, I will present to you what I hope will be some interesting and practical discussions on finance-related topics. And I'm your host, Faisal Hasnain, and hopefully you will find these short episodes both instructional and enjoyable. So yes, Mr. Einstein said that compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world and that he who understands it earns it and he who doesn't understand it pays it. So I'm going to assume you already know who Einstein is and what the seven wonders of the world are. So I'm not going to explain those. But okay, what is compound interest? What exactly is it and why? Is it relevant or important for us to understand anyway? Now, as with most things to do with finance and generally with most things, there are two aspects to understanding any subject properly. One is obviously the purely theoretical aspects and the calculations which are done on paper and which is what you learn in school and college. And the other, more importantly, is the use of that theory in real-life situations so you can gain actual physical benefits from that knowledge that you have. Now, compound interest as a straightforward theoretical calculation is nothing more than interest which is calculated on the interest that has already been earned. It is interest on interest. So to give you a simple example, If you've invested $100 for one year at an interest rate of 10% per annum, then after one year, your $100 along with your 10% interest will increase to $110. And if you invest that $110 for a further year at 10% per annum, for that second year, you will not only earn interest on your original capital amount of $100, but you will also earn 10% interest on the $10 interest that you earned in the first year. So in the second year, you will earn not $10 in interest, but $11 in interest, which is made up of $10 interest on your original capital of $100, and $1 interest on the $10 interest that you earned in the first year. It's confusing at first, but just bear with me. It's interest on the interest that you've earned. So, the $1 additional interest that you've earned in year two is called compound interest. And I repeat again, it's interest on interest. The calculations are simple enough and hopefully not that difficult to understand. But why did Einstein refer to this as the eighth wonder of the world? Einstein was talking about the implications of compound interest in practice, especially when you invest. And here 
As an example, we will look at the impact of compound interest when you are investing your money for the long term. The real benefits of compound interest happen when you invest for the long term. And at the same time, you keep reinvesting your principal as well as the interest that you've earned during that period. But first, let's just talk about interest. What exactly is interest? Now, one way to explain interest is that it is the reward you get for allowing someone else, for example, a bank, to use your money while it is with them. Interest is the time value of money. Just like you receive rent, if you rent out or let out your house or your apartment, the banks will, in a manner of speaking, pay you rent on the money that you allow them to use. And this rent that they pay you on your money that you've deposited with them is called interest. And while we are on the subject, let's mention the difference between simple interest and compound interest. So simple interest is the interest that is earned on the principal amount that you have invested or deposited. So in our previous example, on the principal amount of $100 invested at 10% per annum, the simple interest would be $10 in year one as well as $10 in year two. Compound interest, on the other hand, would be zero in year one and $1 in year two. This is because for compound interest to kick in, there has to be interest already earned. And I repeat, it is interest on interest. So in our example, in the first year, there was no interest, and therefore there is no compound interest in year one. Compound interest is also called magical interest because it's interest earned on money that you actually did not have at the start of your investment. So if you think about our example, at the start of year one, you had $100 of principal. But at the start of year two, you had $110. That $10 is not something you had at the start of year one. So your compound interest that kicks in in year two is on the $10 interest, which was not there at the start of your investment. So it is actually interest on monies that you never even started with. That's why they call it magical interest. So let's compare the power of compound interest against simple interest. And let's stick to our example of investing $100 at an interest rate of 10% per annum. So at the end of year one, we said that you will earn simple interest of $10, which let's say you withdraw because you want to use and spend that money. So you withdraw that $10 and you are now left with your original $100, which you reinvest for another year. So at the end of the second year, you will earn another $10 in interest, which let us say you again withdraw and you continue this going for the next 20 years. You keep on earning interest and withdrawing it. So over that 20-year period, you will have earned $10 per year in interest, which amounts to a total of $200 over a 20-year period. Okay. Now, on the other hand, let's say that you didn't withdraw any money. 
but you kept on reinvesting the capital of $100 as well as the interest that you've earned every year. So at the end of the first year, your balance with interest would be $110, all of which you would invest for a further year. At the end of year two, that $110 plus the 10% interest will have grown to $121, which you again reinvest for another year. At the end of year three, that $121 investment would have grown to $133, which you invest for a further year. That at the end of year four would have grown to $146, which you invest for a further year and so on for 20 years. Now, at the end of the 20th year, your original $100 will have grown to $672.75. This means that you would have earned $572.75 over the 20-year period, as opposed to the $200 if you were to keep withdrawing your interest and reinvesting only the capital. Now, the compound interest that you've earned in the second example is an increase of 186% compared to the simple interest calculation. And this is a very significant increase in the interest earned as a result of the impact of reinvesting and compounding. So you see, when you withdraw your interest, you lose the opportunity to earn compound interest. And here, you are missing out on an opportunity to create further wealth. So you should withdraw money from your compounding investments only when it is necessary. There is actually another rather extreme and famous example that is often given to demonstrate the power of compounding. Let's say that you are given the choice of taking $100,000 today or instead taking one cent today, which is doubled every day for the next 30 days. So one cent today, which becomes two cents tomorrow, which then becomes four cents on the third day, eight cents on the fourth day, 16 cents on the fifth day, and so on for 30 days. Now, which option would you choose? Most people instinctively opt for $100,000 today. And who can blame them? But do you know that accepting one cent today that is doubled every day after 30 days gives you over $5 million? Actually, $5,368,709 to be exact. And if you don't believe me, then do the calculation to prove it to yourself. Amazing, isn't it? Again, this example shows you the power of compounding. But obviously, in this case, the effective interest rate was a 100% per day because it kept on doubling every day. But that was only to show you the impact in extreme conditions. But hopefully, you get the point. And remember, there are many investments out there that also pay you interest monthly, quarterly, half-yearly. So you don't have to wait a year before earning compound interest. You can earn it monthly and reinvest monthly. Now, on the other hand, 
when does compound interest work against you? You should also be aware of that as well. Now, compound interest works against you in exactly the same way when you take out loans and you don't pay that entire loan back. What happens then is that the banks and the credit card companies especially will charge you interest not only on the principal amount that you borrowed, but on the interest that you owe on that principal amount. Now, this time it's you who is paying interest on interest and it's the banks that are making that compounding interest of you. And in the case of credit card balances, the interest rates they charge you are very high, much higher than normal interest rates. And therefore, the compounding impact can financially hurt you very badly. And therefore, as Mr. Einstein said, those who don't understand and realize it end up paying it. So bear in mind the next time you're thinking of just paying the credit card company the minimum balance that they ask for. And credit card companies are quite happy with you paying the minimum balance because they earn an astronom astronomical amount in charging you interest on the interest that you owe them. So anyway, here I've just talked about the high level and basic principles of the impact of compounding interest. When both when you invest and which works for your benefit and when you borrow and when it works against you. It can be a great financial friend, but it can also be a disastrous financial enemy. If used properly, you can really put your money to work, reap the benefits of compound interest and watch your money grow exponentially. Okay. So that's all for today, folks. Thank you for listening and I hope that you enjoyed the show. And if you did, then please subscribe to get access to previous episodes and to receive future episodes automatically. And if you can share this podcast with a friend, that would be fantastic. You can also let me have your comments or suggestions at simplefinancelessons at gmail.com. As always, take care and have a wonderful day. This is Faisal signing out.